So my wife did nominate me for this story, um, and it's one that I don't tell very proudly, uh, but it's of a much younger, uh, dumber me. So I'll start with that as, as kind of the preface. Um, at 19, I was an idiot, and I was at a bit of a crossroads in my life. Um, I had just flunked out of my first semester of college, of community college, um, and <laughs> realized I had nothing to do with my life. I, I didn't know where I was going to go. I was from a small town in Tennessee, and I said, I got to get out of here. Um, so since I didn't have any resources and, and didn't really have much going for me, I decided, uh, even though I'm a liberal guy and I'm a pacifist, I'm going to join the army. Um, and that's what I did, I joined the army. And I said, I, I will join on one condition and that's that I get to go overseas. Um, and they said, sure, <laughs> sign up. Uh, so I became a medic uh, and I was stationed after this uh, over in Germany. And uh, I arrived in Germany at the age of 19 um, without a clue um, and was immediately stationed into an infantry unit uh, that was getting ready to um, deploy to uh, a field exercise on the far side of Germany. Uh, and this was a 40-day experience, and it was, um, it was tough. It was 40 days in the field. It was January. It was cold. Uh, it was snowy. It was muddy. You know, it was 40 days without a shower, 40 days without a real hot meal. Um, it was tough. And all the guys along the way, uh, you know, after about a week, you missed all the creature comforts. And people were talking about, man, I can't wait for a hot meal. I can't wait for... Uh, I can't wait for the shower, I can't wait for a beer. Um, and that's where everybody's mind started going. By the end, we were all just ready to get out and just paint the town red. And surprisingly enough, the commanders were happy to oblige. Um, we, when we finished our 40 day uh, experience, they said, okay, you guys get a four day weekend, go nuts, uh, and we'll see you back. Um, and we had about a month's worth of, you know, of paychecks saved up um, and a lot of pent up aggression and off we went. So. <laughs> I went with a bunch of friends that I made over that uh, first trip, uh, and we headed out to a town called Sauerbrücken, which uh, is a moderate-sized town. Um, and, you know, I had experience. I mean, I wasn't an idiot. I, I had experiences, you know, with the high school keggers and, and whatnot. But I, my experiences was limited. And in Europe, at 19, it's carte blanche. I mean, the sky's the limit as far as what you can do. So... Um, I took full advantage of it, so did everybody else. And it was, you know, red wine for the first time, which was ugh, disgusting, it tasted like vinegar, I couldn't stand it, you know, then I wanted to be sophisticated, so I was trying scotches on the rocks, which was gross and tasted like peat moss. And um, <laughs> finally, a buddy, uh, after many failed attempts at drinks, had, had thrown a, a tequila shot my way, and um, it was like liquid gold. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and a funny little side fact, in Germany, um, Tequila is not served with the traditional lime and salt. It's a, it's a wedge of uh, orange with cinnamon sprinkled on top of it. And I, I don't know why that's not caught on anywhere else, because it's really, really good. Um, and, you know, so the night went. It was uh, a lot of fun, and we were throwing back tequila shots, because I kept saying, this is so smooth. And um, I just realized this whole side of me that I didn't know existed. I was this dancer, and I was Rico Suave, and... <clears throat> The ladies loved me, <laughs> so, or at least up here I thought they did. Um, and it was just a great night. It was absolutely nuts. Um, I remember waking up the next morning, and you know, uh, that cliche head in a vice. I, there, I can't think of any better way to describe it. It was just this bone crunching splitting headache that I had and every muscle hurt, and I didn't even want to move, uh, you know, anything that I didn't have to because even the Hair on my toes was painful. So, um, so I laid there and I just said, gosh, I don't remember. 
don't remember anything. I, don't, I remember those fun shots of smooth tequila, and that's where the night ended for me. And I just can't believe I made it back in one piece. This is nuts. Um, but I was in this fog, you know, and, and if it was more than six inches out of my periphery, I didn't know really what was going on. And it was like the fog was slowly lifting and drifting away. And I realized, gosh, this doesn't seem right. This is, this is not the barracks that I remember <laughs> living in before. Um, and I realized this is not my bed or my blankets. And I pull kind of things off and I have wires coming out of my chest. And slowly I'm starting to hear noises, kind of a beep, beep behind me. <laughs> and I'm starting to freak out a little bit because I said, this is not what I signed up for. Um, <clears throat> And, and the world kind of comes to, it comes flooding in all of a sudden. And I realize I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere very different than I belong. Um, you know, and I do a quick uh, check. I realize I'm in a hospital. And not only am I in a hospital, I'm not even in a room. I'm in a hallway of a hospital. And there's all these people racing back and forth. Uh, so I do check. I got 10 fingers, 10 toes. Everything's good. Um, I, I say, okay, I got to figure out what's going on. And I try to, uh, to flag down people that are racing by me in the halls. Um, and I know a little bit of German. I'm saying, Entschuldigung bitte, excuse me, please. Um, and nobody wants to look at me. I'm the leper on the, on the, on the gurney in the hall. Um, and so finally, somebody does come up to me, a male nurse, and he's just got this stank look on his face, you know, and he's judging me, and I, I feel horrible. Um, and he speaks, and he speaks in a language that I don't recognize, not that I know that much German, but I, I realized pretty quickly that this is not German, this is French. <laughs> and that means something. <laughs> and so I quickly, I, I say, I gotta get to the bottom of this, what's going on? He also speaks English and he tells me, look, you have to go, you gotta get out of here, um, you're fine, just go home. And I said, I'm not fine. <laughs> you were speaking French. What's, where am I? Um, and he explains to me that I'm in Metz, um, France, which is somewhat ironic given that my last name is Metzger. I thought it was a little funny. But he said, you're in Metz, France, um, and you were picked up at about 5 in the morning for public intoxication. Uh, they were going to take you to a drunk tank, but they decided that you were beyond that, and they wanted to bring you here. But you're fine. Get your stuff. Uh, go home. And I said, fine, I'm happy to. I, you know, I had a million more questions, but I just wanted to oblige and get the hell out of there and go home. Um, and they, I, I said, just, okay, if I can have my stuff, I'll, I'll be out of your hair, um, you know, and I'll, and I'll leave. And they said, look, we tried contacting your unit eight hours ago. Somebody was supposed to come pick you up. Nobody's been here. Um, you have to leave, uh, and there's a problem. And I said, well, what is that? And they said, well, you know, we can't just kick you out of here because you, you actually don't have anything. Um, and I said, what do you mean? And they said, you were picked up on the street <coughs> at five in the morning in a drunken stupor, and you had your dog tags. Um, <laughs> you had your left shoe, <coughs> and you were clenching a $20 bill in your fist. <laughs> so... <laughs> And that was my introduction. This is my first time stepping foot into France, and this is February, and this is how I kick it over the bank. So that's what happened. Uh, they said, look, we're going to put together what we've got for you. They said, we've got a woman's blouse, we've got a man's pair of swim trunks, and you've got hospital slippers. Off you go. <laughs> Thankfully, my buddies did show up right before uh, I was going to get on a train with $20 and see where it took me. Um, and they picked me up and they took me home. And, uh, you know, of course, I said never again, never again, never again, which lasted all about three weeks. And the stories continue. <laughs>